good morning. Thanks for tuning in. Whether you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook or you're uh, streaming this later on your favorite podcast streaming app, we are recording Sunday Recap this week, but we're going to be doing it a little bit differently. Um, This week we're not going to do our normal format of going point by point through the sermon. Instead, we are going to talk about three by fives. Um, which Dave did talk about in his sermon. It's kind of the focus of his sermon. It's Jim's new effort for, um, I don't really know, actually, smaller groups. So I was actually out of town, gone for the last two weeks, which is probably when they discussed a lot of the smaller details of the stuff. Um, I did know a little bit about it, but I don't know too much about it. I know that it's smaller groups of people meeting together, um, to check in with each other and maybe discuss the sermon some. Um, so I'm hoping that we can spend maybe 20 or so minutes talking about 3 by 5 groups, what your visions for them are, um, what you <coughs> hope people will be doing, um, who will be involved with them, stuff like that. So obviously it'll touch some of your sermon stuff because, um, you yeah, know, we did it. But it's not going to be strictly sermon podcast today. It's going to be about a topic in the sermon, which was our new three by five groups. So maybe Dave first, you want to give us a little summary and then Jim can Mm -hmm. tell us some more about it. Sure thing. Sure thing. Uh, So we're encouraging people to get in three by five groups. I really made the call in the sermon to everyone, you know, like go do this, everybody. But I should have said more clearly this is really for folks that are finding it hard to connect with the other small groups. I think I, I, I might've said something like that, but this is like most fundamental building block of a small group. Uh, we want people to join groups to grow in relationship with each other. So much of the Christian life throughout the new Testament is phrased as something we do with one another. So forgive one another, encourage one another, bear with one another, exhort one another, pray for one another, you know, so they're just this, we sometimes just call it the one another's of scripture in the new Testament. Mm -hmm. And so much of that is done in human interaction. And the, the coronavirus has isolated us so much that we thought, you know what, this is the basic building block. We could kind of jumpstart people being in groups by being in like tiny micro groups uh, of small groups. So that's where the idea came from is trying to, trying to make that more approachable, you know, for everybody. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of where we started with them. So not necessarily to replace small groups if your small group is still meeting some way, getting this stuff done some Mm -hmm. way. But a lot Mm -hmm. of small groups do this already too, though, right? Where they break Mm -hmm. up into smaller groups, et cetera. Yeah, some small groups, this is already a part of their rhythm. Yeah. Yeah, they have a group of like 25 people meeting somewhere, and then they say, you know, they'll, they'll follow up by... Sometimes the men and the women just pray for each other separately, or sometimes they break into even then subgroups of a few men and a few women. Uh, so yeah, we were just trying to get it down to the, the like simplest common denominator. Hmm. Yeah, and part of the problem right now is our small groups aren't all meeting, and uh, those that are meeting uh, are sometimes already full. And so we have new people asking to get into small groups and we're having difficulty connecting them because of the 
disruption that's occurred with the pandemic. And so this gives us another option to allow people to get together. And, and another thing is sometimes it's really hard for people to be comfortable coming to a group mm. uh, or asking to be invited into a group. And mm. so allowing them the freedom to say, you know what, I can ask somebody to be in a group or I know somebody already who I'm friends with and we can start doing this together. Mm. So I think, yes, we want to make it easier. We want to make it uh, more widely available for people to be in these kind of relationships. And so that's why we came up with this little thing. Hmm. This might be too admin specific of a question, but how does somebody find a group? Is it just, you know, if, if I'm watching church from home and somebody else watch church from home, how do we connect to be hmm. a group of two or three people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're still working on that because <laughs> okay. it is it is hard because we don't mm-hmm. have, you know, a basket full of people mm-hmm. who are uh, saying, I want to start a three by five group. And uh, so we want to be helpful, but there's also an expectation that uh, we will encourage people. And like it says in the scripture, stimulate them to love and good deeds, right? Stir mm-hmm. them up so that they get bold enough to say, hey, would you like to meet to somebody mm-hmm. that they may barely know, some other new person that they might meet by coming in person? Uh, yeah, but it, I, don't, I acknowledge it's rough. I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit rough to get connected still, uh, but yeah. we're trying to do what we can to help that. Yeah, and I think I tend to, I'm probably more entrepreneurial and I tend to just focus on just go start it, you know, <laughs> go start it. You you probably have a Christian friend somewhere in your life and you can say, hey, let's try this. Let's meet every other week or let's meet weekly. Let's meet on the back porch or, you know, have some kind of meeting, you know, mitigated coronavirus. You know, a lot of the concern is, is mitigating closeness and social distance and all that, but it's much more manageable with just two or three people. So just go create it, you know, find, find that buddy and say, let's actually start praying for each other. Let's start doing this process. Um, I think part of what Jim and I have talked about too is we create venues where people can meet each other. So the women's ministry is restarting in a few weeks. The men's ministry, we're going to try to do a work day in a, in a few weeks. Um, uh, celebrate recovery, you know, has some some limited meetings taking place. So these are venues where people are doing kind of, you might say, larger groups coming together. Um, and so those are places to start making those connections. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, we want to help people too. But I would say bottom line, just go, <laughs> go make it happen. And then if you struggle, then ask us for help. <laughs> it's kind of how I would want to encourage people. So yeah, and this doesn't this doesn't have to be done in person. You can do this mm. through, you know, Google Meet, Skype, mm-hmm. Zoom. Because uh, with two or, with three people, it's not so hard to do a video meeting. Sure. Yeah. When you start getting big groups, then it becomes unwieldy, and we all get really frustrated because we don't know what people are going to do and how it's going to work out. And mm-hmm. yeah, so. yeah, I think that's a good point. The Zoom the Zoom weariness that everybody's feeling at this point with the pandemic is much less annoying you know with just one person on the phone or two people on the phone or on google meet or whatever it is or zoom or whatever facetime yeah there's a million products you can use but it's a lot less annoying with one or two people 
And we would probably say too that if you can do it safely and in your comfort level, that in person <clears throat> is mm-hmm. going to be better for this type of thing. Probably, I mean, yeah, and that could yeah. even mean you know bringing a camping chair and sitting in your front yard, mm-hmm. right? Or going yeah, to the park, yeah. or mm-hmm. yeah, you know, there there yep. are lots of ways that we think this can be done well mm-hmm. and safely. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think the big thing is talking to people outdoors, you know, being in an ocean of air versus being in a tiny little pond of air. (laughs) It's much safer Mm -hmm. when people worry about virus spreading. So yeah, yeah, being outdoors is a huge, huge mitigation to the virus. And there's a lot of good ways to meet with social distance in a park or on a front lawn or whatever. So challenges, two or three people meeting together to do what we're calling three by five. And is Mm -hmm. that, I know three or four weeks ago when we were discussing the name of it, I joked that, you know, it could be three people meeting for five minutes, meeting Mm -hmm. X amount of, you know, I was trying to play it up. But mostly it's about the fact that it's a simple meeting that all Mm -hmm. can be done with just a three by five index card for cues, right? Is that Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. the name actually is? Yeah, yeah. And we we also played on the words with three by five card, and it's three people, five actions. But five you know, actions. Of okay, course, if you skip one of the actions, it doesn't like blow up the whole meeting. Or well, that's you know, a three if by you four, only have and two that's pe- a picture, right? So. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it ruins everything, you know. Yeah, but you know, it's a mnemonic device. It helps us remember what we're doing. Um, so yeah. we have the Jim. Jim came up with this. I, I think Jim and I kind of worked on this together. I was like, what if we like came up with some checklist for people, like this is basic community life. Here's how you do the one another's, you know? And then he, I was like, could we do something like that? He came up with this on three by five card. You could have five actions, share your high, your low, read God word, God's word, share what you learned and pray for each other. Those are the five, the five steps mm-hmm. to kind of jumpstart community life. And um, I think people will probably vary this as they start practicing it, but it's a great place to start practicing yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's really suggestions that help you mm-hmm. be known and know mm-hmm. other people. And I think mm-hmm. our, our desire is for people to be in relationship with each other. That's when we talk about community. That's what we're really talking about is mm-hmm. being in the kind of relationship where you're building trust, mm-hmm. knowing that, you know, God's going to take care of you. You can share things that are going on in your life with other people and God will protect you or heal you. Uh, but this other person cares about you and you're building that care for each other through these meetings and trusting in God by studying his word and praying to him. So all those things go together to help us be the kind of people who meet each other's needs as we can and love each other well. So that that's why we want to start easy things like this. Uh, it sounds intimidating, I think, to to mm-hmm. us introverts especially, because mm. we're not sure what the result is going to be. If I told you how bad my week really was because of what I did, right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I'm I'm taking a risk that uh, that scares me. Mm-hmm. Right? But I, I urge you to take the risk. It's incredible mm-hmm. to see what God does when we actually risk sharing what we're worried about and what we are concerned about in our lives and have other people respond and pray for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and in your sermon, I guess you talk some, Dave, about 
This is not forsaking the public gathering or the gathering of, mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of your, your main point. Will you talk briefly to that? Because mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of talk and confusion and et cetera mm. about what that actually means right now. And yeah. does it mean, you know, are 500 people meeting indoors mm-hmm. at Grace Bible Church? Gotcha. Yeah. So, the, I mean, the context, so we were in Hebrews 10, 19 through 25. And so one of the famous passages that, you know, there's been controversy during the coronavirus of, of churches shutting down and or are they really shutting down? Or are they just meeting online? You know, are we uh, are we still meeting? Are we still gathering? Are we forsaking the gathering? So the verse in question is verse 24 and 25, Hebrews 10. Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So the word in the Greek is synagogue, um, which is uh, basically means gathering together. You know, <laughs> that's what the word means. And it's what they called the Jewish uh, gathering places. So, so what we do as Christians, where we gather together in a building, study the, the word of God, and like sing together, those basic components, pray, sing, study God's word, gather publicly, that's built off of the synagogue (laughs) tradition. So when the Israelites were scattered all over the ancient empires through the exile, they they set up these little synagogues all over the world. So then the Christian church kind of has that original imprint of, okay, yeah, this is a logical thing for followers of God to do. You know, this fits the framework of what we're taught in the New Testament. And so... That's the word, and that word has all this formal, formal public gathering connotation, we'll say. Um, but the deeper context of Hebrews was they were being persecuted and being encouraged to, like, cut themselves off from associating with Christians altogether, which I think is different than limiting our gatherings or wearing masks at our gatherings or gathering online. You know, we're still gathering. We're just gathering in, like, weird ways right now. Um, so that's my answer to, to that side of the question. But what I emphasize in the sermon was there are very specific relational things we're called on to do. And so at our church, we've, we've broken it into steps. We've said, gather and worship and join a small group because we've said the modern Christendom world we live in that has big public gatherings can miss out on the relational aspect. So we've kind of always said as a church that the big public gathering is not enough. You need to also live in a relationship with other people. So that's why we've mm-hmm. always said join a small group. So I think our church would say you need both. Um, and so the relational side is consider how to stir one another up towards love and good deeds. Encourage one another all the more. You know, connect with one another. All the like I said, just go look up one another in the New Testament. There's a million of these one another things, praying for one another, encouraging one another walking with one another, bearing patiently with one another, forgiving one another. All of those things take place in relationship. So so I think there's a tension there. Yeah, we're still supposed to gather publicly. I'd argue we're still doing that, but we really need to relate to each other as, as individuals also. And those those things kind of have to happen in a mix. And that's the three by five groups is really about stimulating people to have those deeper relational contacts. Mm. Yeah, and I love something you said in the sermon that this mm-hmm. is disciple making. 
Mm-hmm. Because we tend to look at disciple making as, oh, that's what very qualified, well-taught mm-hmm. people do. They mm-hmm. make disciples. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's actually uh, one man sharpening another, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We, we participate in other people's lives, and yeah. they grow from that, and we grow from that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it is disciple making, and I really think that's helpful because it brings it yeah. down to an everyone level. It's yeah. not just some elitist thing that certain people do. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, big principle there is everybody, you know, every member is in ministry. Everybody mm-hmm. is contributing. All all believers in Christ are priests, sometimes called the priesthood of all believers. We're, we're all in this together, sharing our gifts. And so, you know, there are two extremes in church history. One extreme is... Uh, therefore, there are no leaders, you know, kind of a real flattened mm-hmm. and some parachurch groups go that direction. Some brethren and Quaker type groups go that way. And then there's another extreme, which is like the leaders are all that matter, you know, almost like the leaders are the church. Mm-hmm. And without the leaders, there is no church, you know, and, and so there's an overemphasis on the leaders. And we believe there are leaders, you know, we call them elders, pastors, deacons, servants, you know, there are leaders in a church, but everybody is in the business of making disciples. Like we all have to come alongside one another, do the one another's of scripture. So again, that's a tension that's hard to balance. I think Ephesians four is the best passage on that, where it it shows that the pastors and teachers are equipping the saints to do the work of ministry. So we're, we're trying to like give Christians tools. And so this is a tool like, here you go. This is something you can do. You can, Share your life with each other, pray for each other, read the Bible together. You don't have to necessarily be a gifted Bible teacher to do a three by five group. Mm-hmm. Yep. So three by five group is two to three people meeting mm-hmm. once a week for how long do you think this takes? Man, I think it depends on how many people. Two people, you could probably do it in half an hour. Yeah. Uh, three people, maybe 45 minutes, four people, maybe an hour, you know, I, I think you. I think people will require experimentation, but I'd say set aside, set aside an hour, and you might finish faster, or you know. So give yeah. yourself an hour to meet once a week with one mm-hmm. or two, or maybe three other people, mm-hmm. and go through. You talked about the five questions briefly. Can mm-hmm. somebody? You like very quickly. Actually, we're like this one, this one, this one, this one. So what are the five yeah. things? I mean, in your sermon, yeah, yeah, yeah. you talked more about them, but. Uh What are the five things? Can you give us a little bit of detail Mm -hmm. on them, someone? So, you want to do them, Jim? Sure, I can can Mm -hmm. start by talking about what was the highest high for this day, this week. Mm -hmm. Something that you've really been seeing God doing in your life, perhaps. It Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be so specific uh, that we say this is the only things you can talk about, you know. It, mm-hmm. it, it's just what what is making you feel really good about life right now, and the second one is okay. What's your lowest low? What is what are you struggling with? What has happened that's discouraged you? What has happened that you're just not sure what to do about? Uh, and what we're trying to encourage people to do is to be honest uh, in sharing what's going on in their lives and those two things. Uh, the third part of that is to. Uh, well, this is terrible. I should have the card in front of me. <laughs> Dave's got it memorized. I thought I saw thing. you fiddling with three by five cards a minute ago. I do. I have a whole stack. None of them has anything written on it. Uh, oh. like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Read yeah. God's word. 
Yep, that's right, it. And because then we turn to God's word and say, okay, what does he have to say to us right now? Uh, we're really, and, and I'm suggesting you could use the Bible reading plan. You could talk about the sermon. You could, as Dave pointed out, you could talk about a good, a good book that addresses spiritual issues uh, through mm-hmm. the use of Scripture. Uh, there are a lot of different ways to do that. And then talk about, okay, what did I learn from this? Uh, just asking that basic question to ourselves. Uh, have I seen a new thing that I need to change? Has God encouraged me? Uh, am I learning something about God I didn't recognize before? You know, those kinds of questions uh, is how we understand that we ask questions about Scripture. And then finally, pray for each other. And that would be in reference to all those things you just did, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we could, we could, it could just be a prayer of praise because great things are happening in my life. I really didn't have any lows going on. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes it's like, oh, I just really need you to pray for this thing specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it doesn't take very long. And I, mm-hmm. and I was going to say, the reason I made it three by five is because if one person is absent, you still have two people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm encouraging people to do three just for that reason, because, mm-hmm. you know, the me- the meeting could get canceled by one guy not showing up or one gal. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's that's good practical it's funny, too. There's actually, just to get really nerdy, there's been extensive research done by Christian leaders on, like, the effectiveness of discipleship and outreach and how uh, meeting with three or four people is way more effective than just meeting with one person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, groups of groups of three or four are, are more effective in reaching people and impacting people than groups of two, uh, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I don't know, you know. I listened to an hour-long podcast the other day about it, and I didn't fully understand it, but I think some of the practical stuff that Jim is talking about is is just the practical reality of, like, uh, entropy, and there's this kind of, like, the group has a life and it keeps going if there's two or three, whereas if it's just one or two people, it kind of peters out. You know? mm. Mm. All right. What else do we need to know about three-by-fives? Hmm. Well, I think Dave's Dave's point about uh, the whole idea of speaking with confidence, speaking Mm. freely, Mm. uh, it is not just the speaking freely to God that we're talking about, but also to each other. And Mm -hmm. so that's not, you know, what we're learning, hopefully, in being in relationship with other people is that we have input to other people's lives. And... That's kind of why we, you know, we had this big discussion a while back about whether to talk about transparency, authenticity, or vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And, and two of those allow you to tell things to people, but not allow any input. Mm-hmm. Whereas vulnerability says, I'm telling you this, and I'm allowing you to speak into my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's different ways of doing that. But And mm-hmm. so in these groups, what we're what we're hopeful for is that people will be vulnerable and know that the Holy Spirit is at work in all of us, right? If we trust in Christ, the Holy Spirit's there doing things in our lives. <clears throat> so because of that, we have things to say to each other, hopefully in loving care for each other, to encourage and to help people grow. Uh, so that's why I think the grace-based vulnerability is so important that we're, we're all trusting God and we're trusting that he can take care of us 
when we're allowing other people to speak into our lives because mm-hmm. uh, that can be hard sometimes yeah yeah that's yeah, really good that's a really good point jim i was talking through with the staff i was thinking of the title grace-based authenticity or grace-based transparency those are the two key words i was really thinking about based on the text and this word confidence that means you know speak freely go boldly um and jim challenged me on that and that was really helpful i think I think authenticity and transparency comes pretty naturally to me, but that's a bigger jump. So that was really helpful distinction for me as someone who's a little more, I don't know, maybe extroverted. I'm not really like a true diehard extrovert, but it's a little easier for me to just kind of throw my life out there. Like, yeah, this is what's going on. I'm a mess. Here I am. But to really be vulnerable, to like entrust myself to people, like to let people minister to me, serve me, help me, pray for me, hold me accountable, mm-hmm. challenge me. That's, that's a whole nother hard thing. You know, like that's another level. Um, and so that was really, that was a really helpful distinction. So I appreciate Jim pushing me on that, that, that that is an important distinction. It might be a fine point, you know, to notice, but I think mm-hmm. I'd encourage people yeah. to wrestle with that, what the difference is between being vulnerable and kind of depending on other people by the Holy Spirit, trusting that that's part of God's plan to help us grow in our faith is to be influenced by other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a key question to ask other people when you are uh, not sure if you're being vulnerable is to say, mm-hmm. how am I affecting you? Because mm. when we're doing that, we're saying, I, mm. I am acting in a certain way. How, how is mm. how I am acting uh, affecting this relationship? Mm. You know, am I, mm-hmm. am I shutting you down? You know, mm-hmm. am I... Am I acting like everything's okay when you know it's not okay? And mm-hmm. so I think that's that's a way to enter that conversation with people and to to get feedback. Mm-hmm. It's a scary thing. I mean, mm-hmm. that scares me to talk about doing it. Mm-hmm. But but I think it's something. Yeah, really. Even talking about it is scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The possibility. Yeah, that's interesting. Another thing I'll throw out there just for fodder on starting groups with people is maybe look to the people you're already doing life with. I think I mentioned this mm. in the sermon, like people you're already working with. If, if you're working in a, a workplace, it's really tough and you're struggling, but you have like one other Christian brother or sister there that y'all kind of have each other's back already. That's a really good mm. place to look and say, maybe we could take this to the next level. And just to be clear, I, I encourage people to meet gender specific, you know, so like men with men and women with women, but okay, this is my Christian friend. And we already kind of got each other's back a little. We know we're Christians. We've talked about it a little bit, but we're not consistently meeting and praying for each other. I would, I would encourage you to look to those relationships and say, well, maybe we could schedule a time weekly. You know, maybe it's even just 15 minutes to pray for each other. Maybe that's a place to start. And then maybe a next step would be we read some scripture or read a Christian book together. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of time, that's a good place to start. Um, <clears throat> one of the best groups I was ever a part of was a ministry team where we were all working together to serve doing youth ministry. It was a bunch of us doing this junior high outreach, you know, teen ministry. And we, we shared more vulnerably and transparently and authentically with each other in that group, probably than any other small group I've been a part of. And I think it was that there was a sense of camaraderie and that can be really helpful Mm -hmm. in these kinds of groups. You already like have some shared experience or shared life together. Helps a lot. I think. Yeah, I was, I hadn't really reflected upon it much, but when I was in the mm-hmm. fighter squadron in the Air Force, 
Uh, there were actually several Christian guys in there, and I don't know who initiated it, but uh, we got together on a weekly basis and prayed for each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I think that was really helpful because that was at a time when I was just coming to grips with the fact that I knew a lot about Jesus, but I really wasn't fostering a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I was depending on head knowledge, mm-hmm. and uh, and that really that changed me to be in that relationship with these other guys and to uh, mm-hmm. and to be encouraged. I mean, things happen where guys were getting killed in airplane accidents accidents and stuff, and mm-hmm. it enabled us to be an encouragement to other people. And mm-hmm. I think it helped us all get through those situations where. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the call is to find three people total, meet somewhere, digitally, mm-hmm. online, in person, and to just talk and share life a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. It's easier to make that happen than a large or small group if you're not part of one. We want you to, in Jim's words, take the risk. It's going to be the title mm. of this mini podcast, mm. I think. Mm. But I like take the risk, be vulnerable, meet with people, and tell them a little bit about your life and read the Bible and pray together. It's yeah. pretty mm. simple, but it mm. sounds scary too, I guess is what I'm hearing. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So maybe uh, in the comments below or above or beside, you can tell us who you're going to meet with or you can tell us where mm. you're going to meet. Um, That'd be cool I, because that would you know kind of feed the uh, the funnel, get yeah. some things going. I'd, I'd like to know who's doing it and where you're doing it. It'd be cool because uh, I feel like we miss a lot of that type of interaction right now. Mm. We don't get to just walk up to you and say, "Hey, who are you meeting with?" Or mm-hmm. you know, "Oh, where are you guys meeting?" Because we meet at I don't know what we meet at Purser Park and it's really shady. That's mm-hmm. nice. I don't know. We don't get mm-hmm. that because we don't get to see you that much. So maybe mm-hmm. let us know because otherwise we'll just talk about three by five forever and never know if anybody ever did it or not. So <laughs> give us feedback. Well, yeah. and some more of the practical opportunities that we're going to try and have uh, you use for the gals. Women's ministry starts September 10th. And I think they're having a morning and an evening session, right, Dave? Yeah, yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, so good place to go and meet gals mm-hmm. and, and online uh, also, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got there, and then on September twelfth, we're having a men's gathering. It'll probably be on the patio with bring your own coffee or something, and we're going to do a little work together at the church, mm-hmm. and that's an opportunity for the guys to get together and and meet people, and perhaps uh, initiate some groups there. Mm-hmm. And we'll try to come up with other ideas uh, to help those who you know work in a workplace where they don't know anybody or they don't mm-hmm. have any Christians that they know of in the workplace, and they're just trying to to find a way to connect with somebody. Mm-hmm. Sunday evening outdoor, you could yeah, come. That's out, a good one. Come yeah. out time to meet people too. Outdoor worship. We just switched it to seven thirty p.m. and it was pretty nice. We had a really nice cloud cover Sunday night. Mm-hmm. It might get rain this week. We'll see. Yeah, uh, and if and if all outs fails and they can't find any way, maybe they could send an email to the office and we could mm-hmm. try and connect a couple people. But yeah, you're asking the onus to be on individuals. Find somebody, mm-hmm. talk with them, be connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. you can do it. Mm-hmm. Other thoughts, ideas about um, three by five? I just I think we said it, but I want to say it again. So. 
It, it's really that the Lord took an initiative with us and showed grace to us that frees mm-hmm. us to have this kind of vulnerability and transparency. So mm-hmm. it came out real clearly in the sermon, I think, but I just want to reiterate it, you know, before we yeah. end. It's just like Jesus reached out to us by his grace. He created a relationship with us. And so we're asking people to say, I've received the grace of Jesus, so I'm going to go out and try to initiate relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's good. Yeah, I think part of doing it in public, in public too, we've talked about this some, Dave, about different things, but doing mm-hmm. it in public is also at that point, then it becomes, you know, outreach and witnessing too. Because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if you're sitting outside of the Euro nook and, mm-hmm. you know, people hear you talking about Jesus and praying, they might have questions, they might hear, and you can do yeah. that too. So I think it's yeah. a unique time where, we're kind of semi-forced to be doing things outside, and mm-hmm. so go do Jesus outside, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Yep. That's good. Other people will be out there. They won't be anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else about Thanks, three guys. by fives, or is this enough for everyone to get started and get rolling? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thanks for telling me more about it since mm-hmm. I knew nothing about it. That's going to be my week this week is finding out what happened while I was gone. <laughs> so, if everybody, you want a little insider baseball? I take notes at our daily meetings, and there weren't any taken the whole two weeks I was gone. So, <laughs> Wait, Chris, that's I not saw true. Chris take notes one time. There, there were <laughs> one two day. days of notes, I think, from when <laughs> I was gone. But, uh, so, I tried to go back and find out what was talked about and what's happened, and I've got no clue. Uh, so, yeah. I'm going to be playing detective work. Um, yes. I don't know how that was related to anything we were talking about. But this has been a short version of Sunday Recap this week. We talked a little bit about the sermon, but mostly talked about 3 by 5 groups um, utilizing Jim's new method of a 3 by 5 card. Talk about your highs, your lows, read the Bible, pray together, and uh, one more thing. That was 4 or 5. But Share what you learned. And share what you learned from the sermon this week. So, y'all get together, do that. Let us know how you're doing it. We'd love to hear uh, any feedback and help, you know, tell other people what's working for you or what's not working for you. So let us know. We will catch you probably next week with a full episode, a longer um, point-by-point sermon. But we felt like it was important this week to get into more details about the 3 by 5 so you all can get started in that. So thanks for tuning in, and we will see you all next time.